What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to Hail Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hail Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Welcome to it. It is a road show. Thursday, Hail Varsity Radio is live at the Mary Cobbler. We are a good punt away. Or a shake pint? punt. Okay, gotcha. Not pint, but right. uh, punt away from Avila Stadium, Nebraska, practicing earlier. We made it. We made it from Omaha. With zero sleep. To Atlanta. We even brought the melatonin and didn't even take it. Well, we, we, no, we made the conscious decision as we were on the way here. Like, if we take a melatonin now with three hours left in the flight, it means we're going to be zombies all morning. It so was, we didn't it was a little it. rough to try and, and sleep uh, on the flight overnight. So this is the hallucinogenic version of Hail Varsity Rain. But we are excited to be uh, here in Ireland. Dublin is gorgeous. Ted is the man. He is letting us crash with him. He's the biggest Husker fan in Ireland. We're going to uh, Will, talk to him in a little bit, yep, too. The bar owner here at the Mary Cobbler is incredible. There's all sorts of things he suggested we could put on the flat screen uh, just above Mark's uh, noggin. But uh, football on our mind, and uh, we are excited to, uh, to get ready for Nebraska Northwestern here. Coming up on the show, Brandon Vogel, uh, also in Ireland. Vogue's at practice today. He'll sit down with uh, Elijah Herbal. Uh, we are going to find time for Gary Barnett, the former Northwestern coach uh, of Colorado. And, uh, of course, Northwestern uh, going to the Rose Bowl in 95. Barney will be with us. A lot of, lot of purple. Keep looking flight. this way. Keep looking this way, by the way. I got a text. Cranach is adjusting, is adjusting my yeah. Uh, podcast. Yeah, you got to keep stop looking at this camera and start looking at me. And talking, Elijah, that's better, right? Like, oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, you sound lovely. Exactly. So look this way. Quit looking there. Walk this way. Talk into the mic. Right. It's it's a whole different setup here in Dublin. I mean, we got. let's it be is. fair to ourselves. It's a different deal. It's You're wonderful. used to having, like, the headset in front of you, and you can look at the camera. Uh-huh. That's not now. We can't now. Can we order another Guinness? Yes, we can in we a can little bit. Uh, big thanks to our friends at Union Bank and Trust, UBT. <laughs> Get away from no, me. No, I'm saying Get talk into this me. mic. I'm working on it, okay? Right, Give right, me a headset. Right, right. Uh, long and short of it, uh, our friends at Union Bank and Trust, uh, incredible people, they'll pop on by Saturday's live show here at the Mary Cobbler. But uh, they are helping making this road trip a reality. Great coverage from Aaron yep. Sorensen, Brandon Vogel, and Elijah Herbal rolling his sleeves up as well. How are we feeling? Is that line continued to, to push upward? What is the latest? Sort of? L- latest I heard was 13 and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Where, where is it at now? Anywhere between 12 and a half and, and 13 and a half. Okay. And, uh, Will is the man. Will. Come say hi to the Nebraska folks here. Real yeah, Will quick. is going to come in. Will is, is the owner, owner of the Mary the Cobbler. Mary Cobbler. Just which peek is, right in here, Will. Which is where we're going to be. This is where we are going to be 
today, hey, obviously. Friday. I don't know Saturday. why I put an American accent on there. <laughs> <laughs> I will do anything. That's all good. Within reason. Well, yeah. uh, hey, football fan, it's it's Nebraska, it's it's Northwestern, and you're just right across the way from the stadium. Going to be a great time, man, for all these uh, Americans that are making their way. Thanks for the love you've shown so Thank many you folks yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from the Big Ten. Yeah, no, it's, it's, to be honest, there's been loads last, last last couple of days. There's been, you, know, you can see it kind of picking up even other publicans in town. There's an atmosphere definitely growing. There's, a, there's actually a barman out there sitting at the bar there from a big pub in town. And he is saying it is out the door already kind of there. They're getting excited in town, yeah. It uh, should be good. should be a good uh, weekend. Well, especially after COVID, right? Like, it's nice to get everybody back together, right? We don't need an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That is good. So, how are you feeling about uh, Nebraska Northwestern? Do you have a, a team you're leaning towards at all? What's the political answer here? Uh, <laughs> go with Nebraska. Nebraska. <laughs> I was going to say Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we I, I, I'll be honest, rugby is my sport, but I watch a lot of American football through Hollywood. Uh, so it's, uh, that game looks great. <laughs> how, how about uh, the, the takedown of, of the all blacks rugby team by the, the, the boys? That's, that, that was pretty special. Uh, That's we, incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. We opened up here early, like well before, like, you know, it's like half seven in the morning. Uh, the Ireland coach actually drinks here on a regular basis so everyone kind of felt like it was our team kind of watching it so it was great like all the like rugby rugby's big here but the guys are still very approachable so you can see them walking down the street so everyone kind of buys into it um but yeah that was that was unbelievable like the, the effort and everything but like even months before that the, like the head coach Andy Farrell was in and you could see how much he wanted it like he was like we're going to do this so I oh yeah, actually was pretty confident we would do it just yeah. purely based on his uh, confidence yeah. Man, that's what it's about. And that's kind of what Nebraska is trying to transition to on their end as being a team that was close a year ago to being a confident team. And uh, they want to step um, off in that right direction. We'll have more of the breakdown in Nebraska Northwestern. Will is uh, with us. Uh, the Mary Cobbler is his uh, incredible pub. And, sir, this has been a, a true pleasure. Thank you very much. We, we, we are posting up here until you tell us to leave. I will roll you out the door gladly. <laughs> I'll just keep the Guinness coming. That's right. Appreciate <laughs> you, guys. Thank you, man. Yeah, and, you. and that's the thing. is we are, we are a stone's throw away from the stadium here, which is really nice because one thing about Aviva Stadium, you know, compared to a lot of uh, venues that you would see in the States where the stadium has ample parking surrounding it, right? Maybe you have giant parking lots, Maybe you have, you know, Lincoln's a bit of an exception. Now, that, that's a little bit, it's it's a little closer to actually the Lincoln vibe where it's plopped right, right in the there. middle of a city. Right there. Right? That's not often the case. Like, you go out to Oregon, you go to Virginia Tech, you go to, God, almost any other place. It's usually not right in the city. And they usually have big parking lots. That's not the case here. It is tucked right into this neighborhood. And the Mary, Mary Cobbler's five minutes away. I mean, it's going to be a five-minute walk. Incredible place. We, really incredible place. We are excited to be here. Elijah, jump in here, cowboy. And, and your vibe, we've been traveling the last 24 to, to 30 hours. Yeah, we were on one hour sleep over the past 36. Which is fine. Well, we'll Hallucinations start at 48 hours. That's right. Mm-hmm. According to some articles. Is that a quaalude or is that a melatonin? That's just natural. Me. Like, naturally, you start hallucinating at 48 hours and no sleep. But how are you feeling back in Nebraska with this thing, Sean, uh, getting getting quite a bit closer? Well, it, it, you can really feel the excitement building, like, just 
I mean, I haven't been out and about talking and polling Husker fans, but talking to my roommates, talking to my friends, it's starting to feel real like, oh, yeah, college football is here on Saturday. It's not just mm-hmm. college football is close. It feels like it's upon us. I mean, you're seeing game previews out there, and uh, you're seeing, uh, at least for me on Twitter, all these people going off to Dublin and inside the stadium and, and, and getting geared up. It finally feels like football season again. And what I want to pose the question to you is you guys were talking about your travel and whatnot. Yesterday on the show, we, we discussed whether Mark Cranach and Chris Schmidt were going to be doing the Wade Boggs Challenge across the Atlantic Ocean. Did you guys get through <laughs> 64 beers? Were you even close? Did not. Didn't have fried chicken either, which did, was another Wade we, Boggs special. Did we do the Wade Boggs Challenge? The pride of Omaha, the 3,000-hit club, Gold Glove, Red Sox, Yankee, and wherever else in Tampa no. ended up. But, yeah, we'd, we we claim Wade Boggs because he was born in Omaha in 58, but I don't know that he claims Omaha. Oh, he was one of the last great slappies. Man. He was. Yeah, it was him, Loved Tony him. Gwynn, Ichiro, I guess, carried on the tradition. Yeah, that's the way to do it. But you know what? On the way here. We did. We did. Uh, Krennic did step up. God love him. He got us into the. Uh, the Sky Club, oh, where wow. it was like 40, 40 bucks each oh, to get it. No, it was nice yeah, of you. Yeah. I mean, it was there was flank steak, Elijah. We had some some, with some gourmet with pesto. It was but, incredible. No, but on the way here, it, it's interesting because you have read, I've read in a couple different places that it, it's ten thousand to thirteen thousand Nebraska fans, and this is eerily similar to what it was like going into Boulder into twenty nineteen, where it grew, where it was like. 20,000 Nebraska fans will be there. And then in actuality, it was like 40. You know, I mean, it was same with Notre Dame. I'm getting similar vibes here. Well, well, I wouldn't believe the hype about 10,000 or whatever. There are multiple people who are sort of untracked, unaccounted for, (laughs) that are making their way here. Um, There were plenty. I would say on that entire plane, because you fly international, it's you know, it's three rows on the left, or three seats on the left, three in the middle, three on the on the right, mm-hmm. right? So you got like nine across all the way back on this giant jet. So it, it carries hundreds and hundreds of people. I would say 40 to 50% of the flight last night, just one flight from Atlanta on a Wednesday, about 50% of it was Husker fans. And if you repeat that from Dallas, from Chicago, from New York, from Boston, from all the other places that people fly from in the United States, and you multiply that by number of days, in addition to all of the charters and all of those things that have happened, I think 10,000 is selling it way short. Well, you're going to see 20. Well, yeah. and this is just what I've been seeing across social media that people have been seeing, well, there's still tickets available. Let's go check flight prices. And oh, flight yeah. prices have dropped because they're looking to fill up these flights that they've already booked to Dublin. And uh, people are, are actually this week buying their tickets to Dublin and making the trip over so there is going to be that that little jump of Nebraska fans you don't expect and I also think their metric of that that 10 to 13,000 number is mostly based on the people who went through the official ticket packages where I know you can go hop on StubHub and go buy tickets that were meant for the Irish people to buy that you can now go buy now and that'll never get back to the the people in charge who are booking this event saying oh we're expecting 10 to 13,000 so I'm with you Mark I think we're going to see a a bigger number that 10 to 13,000 and that's not even from me being over there seeing the amount of Husker fans around and in terms of where this thing ranks in Dublin now Dublin is a is a city of about what Ted one and a half million people roughly Uh, yeah about is Ted ready for about, his radio debut? About one and a half million people, and we can bring Ted on uh, with us here. 
he's our gracious host in, in Dublin, and he actually helped us helped us even talk about this idea way back in 2017 yes. when he came to I, a game. We talked about this. In Cr- North credit North goes to Mark Cranach and you, Ted, because you were here for North. So you just real Lincoln, quick for right? the listeners, just, the just to set this up real quick, just so everybody knows here. So this is Ted Sargent. He is a, he's born and bred Dublin. Uh, he has been to Lincoln. So he's been to a game. He watched Nebraska Northwestern, ironically enough, back in 2017. Think about that. You've only been to two Husker games and they're both Nebraska Northwestern. Um, but you know, so so Ted is has has I'm become familiar. Runza. I know what that's like. He's he's, he's, even runza. Runza. he's, like he's become familiar with Nebraska and what it's all about. But he's also an expert um, about Dublin and about Ireland in general. This is a guy that has sailed in a single sailboat around the entire country of Ireland to raise money for blind children over the course of 39 days. That's awesome. Right. So wow. it was ridiculous. The dude it knows this country like no other. And in terms of like how COVID shut everything down, I'm not trying to make this a COVID show, but I'm just saying yeah. it shut everything down. This is literally the biggest tourist it's, event it's that has happened since COVID. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I'll, it's funny. Like I went to the, I was, well, I, we, we talked about this the last time we were on. I went to one of the very first Emerald Isle Classics. I think it was Navy Notre Dame. Right, 95, right? It's, it's a long time ago. I was a nipper. Uh, <laughs> and so I still have those cutouts. And that's why we were on the show. We were chatting about it. And we talked about it five years ago. But this is big deal. Like, everywhere you go, everyone's talking about this game. It's on the bus stops. It's in the airport. Like, I picked you guys up. And I thought... I was in a different, like, I, was, I didn't think I was even in Dublin anymore. I was like, what the hell's going on? Half of Nebraska is arriving into Dublin. It's crazy. Um, it's cool. It's, it's important as well because I think everyone's, I said this to you, I think I said to you in the car. It's like, I think there's a lot of people who saw this game coming up either locally here in Ireland or at home in Nebraska or even northwestern Chicago and said, I'm going. I've been locked up for two years. Nothing's doing. I'm going. I'm going to go, and I'm going to, as we say here, have the crack and have the have the fun, and just do it. And I think there's a real buzz. Like I've had a smile on my face for a week, guys. I'm like, I'm ready. Now you, you just mentioned something that's really interesting. You said the crack, and that is know, spelled C R A I C. Yeah. What does that mean? Talk about some difference for those yeah, folks that yeah. don't know. For those of you at home who like are like, what's going on? The guys are doing illicit drugs. No, it's just it's just <laughs> our way of it's just our way of talking. It's like, it's it's, you know, it's having fun. It's mm-hmm. it's having the crack, the crack means having fun. having the fun, having the fun, having a good time. Like you're cracking up. Like and so right, yeah. I want every Nebraska fan who's listening to this, whether you're in Dublin, whether you're in Omaha, whether you're in Lincoln, I don't care where you are. By the way, I've got family in Lincoln. Shout out to the family in Lincoln who are all here, by the way, 11 of them, all gone crazy. I want you, wherever you are, to have the crack. I want you to have the crack, right? <laughs> Not literally have the crack. Not C R A C K. No, I want C R A I C. I want you to have some fun. I want it's you to enjoy this. I've been following the Frost story for a while through my friends here, where I'm sitting beside, and I don't know. I feel like this whole game could light up Nebraska for the rest of the season. There's a it buzz could. around this game, mm-hmm. and I think this could be a step forward. And I'm like, have the crack, enjoy this moment, wherever you are around the world. Watch the game. I just feel good about it. Bringing people together. And just having some fun. It's it, going to be awesome. It, and Ted, it is right on what you're saying about Nebraska and the the buzz, the momentum that yeah. the program needs that they can get in Ireland. And it, it's not an accident. You want to talk about fan bases? This isn't to pander. It's just reality. Coming off three and nine, and we're talking about that number growing from eight to, to twenty thousand 
Nebraska fans. Oh, easily. You're circling Nebraska to do events like this because the fan base is incredible. Yep. They're going to travel yep. out here. And yep. it's paired with phenomenal people from Ireland that will host this thing. Well, and a lot of people have asked, you know, why Nebraska? Why would it, Why would Nebraska come here? And, but it's something just shy of 200,000 Nebraskans claim Irish heritage. Okay. You know, you got O'Neill that has their huge St. Patrick's Day celebration, which I know is I, maybe a little bit different my, Maybe on my mother's side. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it really, I mean, you're, you're talking, I mean, it's a substantial percentage that claim Irish-American heritage. Yep. You know, your last name's Sergeant. There's a Sergeant Nebraska with well, the same spelling. Uh, uh, you have cousins. No, no word of a lie. Like the first time I was in Nebraska, I came back, right? No word of a lie. And I said to my, I said to someone, I said, oh, I was just in home. And they're like, did you not go see your cousins? I'm like, huh? It's <laughs> like, so my cousins, uh, and I can't, you know, shout out. Uh, he was a member of the band. He was actually playing in the Nebraska band. Yeah. So like, you know, it, it's deep. Uh, a quick time out, Elijah and Brandon Vogel. Hail Varsity, live in Dublin. It's uh, Union Bank and Trust making this happen with Hail Varsity Radio. Pardon the interruption, but I'd like to save you some money. I'm Brandon Vogel, managing editor of Hail Varsity, and I wanted to offer listeners of this podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we produce 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at hailvarsity.com. Just go to hailvarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's hailvarsity.com slash subscribe, promo code GBR. This segment is presented by Union Bank and Trust. And now. And now, back to Hail Varsity Radio. Back in here on a Thursday edition of Hale Varsity Radio presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Elijah Herbal, Chris Schmidt, and Mark Cranach. And those two will be back with us next segment there. I don't know, probably bellied up to the bar right now or something as they're living it up uh, in that Dublin experience. We're also joined here now from Dublin, Ireland by Brandon Vogel, staying up late into the Irish night to join us here. And and Brandon, I got to go first with the Irish experience so far, is it as drunk as you were expecting? And, and is it as, uh, you know, passionate, surrounded by Husker fans as you were expecting? What's that experience been like through the first, what has it been, 48 hours for you? Not even that quite. So oh, about 36. Um, and it's it's been great. I, I came to Ireland for the first time about 20 years ago mm-hmm. as a much younger person. who <laughs> That was their first international travel experience. And, and my, my feeling then was, you know, not so much Dublin, although it's kind of like Nebraska in this regard. You know, you've got Dublin as the one big city all the way in the east. The further you get west, like it reminds me a lot of Nebraska. And people are really friendly. Um it's just really easy going. It's an easy place to travel to. So I think that's been a lot of fun. And the conversations I've had with some of the Nebraska people I've encountered here, I think they're seeing that, you know, it's it's not a place where there's a huge barrier to, to traveling internationally. And the excitement around the game seems to be pretty strong. Uh, saw a few more Northwestern fans today than I had the first day I was here. So I think Northwestern will be pretty well represented as well. But Nebraska still holds a pretty big edge in that based on what I've seen so far. And from back in the first segment, Chris and Mark were a little bit surprised by how many Husker fans they were seeing, not only going over on their yeah. flight, but how many they've seen around it. Can, can you give us some kind of number for the people that are staying here in, in Nebraska of what the scene looks like in Dublin right now? 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in terms of the college football fans you encounter, I would say the, the red to purple is probably about seven or eight to one at this point, based on what I've seen. You know, my flight, which was coming, was connecting out of Boston. So not a college football hotbed, a place that I like. I lived there for a <laughs> long time, but it was not a college football hotbed. Uh, didn't see a ton of either Northwestern or Nebraska gear on that flight over, but that seems like one of the few where that was the case. And once you got here, uh, you, you see Husker stuff all over uh, at our hotel. There's there's a ton. Nebraska's sports information staff is also at this hotel, so seeing a ton of them. And I think Nebraska, you know, the stadium holds 50,000. I don't want to ballpark how many I think we'll get in there because I don't honestly know, but I think it's going to end up being pretty full um, for, for this game on Saturday, which is great considering, uh, you know, where it's being played and what it t- took for anyone who wanted to do that. And I promise we'll get to the game itself here in just a second. Uh, but what's the mood around Ireland among the, the hometown folks, the, the Ireland natives? What do they have to say about the game? I've seen people online saying they understand it's a football game and, and they like football, but they don't quite understand the, the United States aspect of collegiate football and what that means. Well, what do the people of Dublin think of this game? Yeah, I think that's that's pretty accurate. Um, you know, football becomes a complicated word. You know, it's a simple word, but it becomes complicated once you get to an international context because not only could it be soccer or rugby football, some people refer to that, you know, that as football. There's also Gaelic or Irish football. <laughs> so I was just talking to a guy who lives in Dublin who is from Uruguay originally, and he was saying, you know, my thing's football. I was like, wait, wait which football? Uh, and he was talking soccer. So there's, there's a lot of that, you know, and I think you get asked a lot, like when people realize you have an American accent, they're like, are you, are you here for the football? Uh, so, so they kind of know when I checked into our hotel, uh, a nice older gentleman I was talking to, he was like, yeah, it's kind of the only thing going right now. So it's definitely the biggest event I think in, in Dublin going on. Although I did see Liam Gallagher, uh, of Oasis is playing a concert Saturday night. Unfortunately, I don't think games could get over in time for me to make that, but Liam Gallagher is here as well. That'll be a pretty <laughs> See, good draw. Whenever you said that, I thought you meant like you ran into Liam Gallagher somewhere. I'm like, that sounds oh, like no, a, be, a column in itself. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, Brent, I said one more question for you to the game. I got to ask you, though, the hotel, what are the digs like? Is it nice or are you living on the height of luxury over in Dublin? Um. I kind of feel like we are. Um, the, the hotel itself is, is nice. It, it, the rooms are, you know, European, so they're a little bit smaller than your probably typical, t- typical American room. But we are literally, like, I could hold up my camera if it weren't so dark. The stadium is, like, two minutes over my shoulder. Like, I, I, I'm sleeping closer to Memorial, to this stadium than I park when I go to Memorial Stadium to cover games. Um, so it's great from that perspective. When Nebraska has practice, we just – walk two minutes over there and it's really great the stadium itself is is basically in a neighborhood uh which which i love you know it reminds me of like fenway or wrigley in that regard like there are people who live like 50 yards behind this stadium uh which is just a cool thing you know you don't see that a lot anymore particularly in america where the stadiums you know end up someplace where they can surround it with a ton of parking um so i i enjoy that aspect of it now, I will say, I'm not going to name any names here, but I do know somebody that slept two minutes away from Memorial Stadium after a long night on O Street, but not going to name any <laughs> names. Going to move on past that one. Uh, 
Not me. Not me. I do know somebody, though. Uh, Brandon, let's get to that game, though, as uh, kickoff is nearing. And I can't believe some people are saying this week's going slow for me. Maybe it's just uh, how much we have to talk about here on the show. It feels like this this week is flying by and uh, kickoff is nearing uh, by the minute. And I want to get your take on what this this first half and this first quarter is going to mean for the Huskers in the grand scheme of their season. Mark Whipple mentioned that during his availability yesterday, that, that the job that he wants from Casey Thompson is not necessarily to, to come in and be that Heisman-type contender quarterback, that, that guy who is just lighting it up. He wants to be a guy that keeps Nebraska in this game and makes sure by the end of the first quarter, by the end of the half, Nebraska is in striking distance of Northwestern and in a place where they're well-positioned to win the game. But in the grand scheme of this season, what do you think that, that first half is going to mean? What do you think we're going to see? I mean, getting off to a strong start, uh, a fast start, and it wouldn't even need to come with, you know, a big lead though you'd certainly love that i mean you'd, you'd love to have the 220 the 2021 game against northwestern over again because i mean nebraska had the best of that from the very first play and cruised the entire entire time and it sticks out because that was such a rarity for this team that has trailed so much over the past four years i'd be surprised if it goes that well you know this this time first games of the season have a tendency to be they're always prone to some pretty choppy choppy play as teams are figuring it out they're they're playing for the first time in over or almost a year um so you know i think the ideal start for this like if, if nebraska has the choice i think they'll put that defense on the field first which mm-hmm. is a bit of a departure from past seasons that we saw it a little bit last year you get a stop you, you have a controlled drive i think the key becomes then uh getting a couple of first downs and then maybe you can take a shot, but you know, Whipple's been pretty consistent with like, Hey, let's not, let's not try to win this game on the first drive. Cause we're not anyway, but you can go a lot. You can get a lot closer to losing it by just one bad choice. So I think they'll come out pretty controlled and just having a strong start would be such a big deal for this team after this off season where we all know the stakes and know where they've been um, having some things go your way, making things go your way right away uh, could get this thing rolling in the right direction pretty quickly. We'll get to the defensive side of the ball here in just a second, but Brandon, last thought here on the offense. Who's a guy that, if you were putting money down right now, that that you think is going to pop in the game on Saturday based on what Northwestern brings defensively and based on what we've heard out of fall camp about this offense? Can can you pick a guy that you think, you know, after the game on Twitter, Husker fans are going to be saying, yeah, that guy was was a key player for this Husker offense. And uh, it can be anywhere. It can be offensive line. It can be within the backfield, the wide receivers. I'm not limiting you here. Just a guy that you think is going to pop out off the screen for Husker fans. It's not easy, which, you know, is one of the more interesting elements of this game. You know, if I had to pick one, I might go, I might go Trey Palmer, you know, the LSU transfer. He, you know, and Frost kind of alluded to it when talking about him on special teams today. Like he is one of those guys that just brings kind of a level of speed that Nebraska hasn't had a whole lot recently. But in terms of like, who's the receiver who's going to, you know, make the tough catches when it's third and six, we don't know yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's Vokalek. That might be my first pick there. Running backs. I think there's a lot of potential there. I I don't know who's going to take the first carry. Uh, Not for sure. Uh, Much less who's going to lead him in rushing. And I guess the good news there is you probably got three realistic candidates who could, who could probably do that. So (sighs) forced to pick, I'd probably go with Palmer um, you know, maybe Marcus Washington, his his time at Texas was kind of, you know, you look at it and I, I don't know exactly what to make of it, but he certainly played with Casey Thompson and 
Casey Thompson has talked about kind of upping their maturity level, both of them, mm-hmm. uh, from from where they were at. And, you know, maybe that's an option. But that's one of the great things, you know, great mysteries about this offense is it, it's tough to point to like, oh, if that's he's going to lead them in receiving, he's going to lead them in rushing. Other than presumably Casey Thompson will lead them lead them in passing. Uh, I don't know much else. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, we had black shirts handed out yesterday. We, we hit that pretty in-depth on the show yesterday, and I, I don't necessarily think that all nine of these guys are going to be on the field first uh, whenever this Husker defense trots onto the field. That's to be determined, but uh, rather than getting your reaction to those, those nine black shirts, which of those guys, I guess let's flip this question from offense to defense, which of those guys do you think is going to pop outside of the obvious? I think Husker fans no matter what kind of game Garrett Nelson has, are going to be impressed with that Garrett Nelson performance just because of how he plays the game and uh, how he's stepping into a new role, according to the Husker coaches. But outside of Garrett Nelson, who's another guy you think is going to pop on Saturday? Well, yeah, great question. I think you can count on those inside linebackers to be really good. There'll be guys you notice, but they also feel like they've proven enough to maybe be a little obvious. So to go a little lower on the the card, so to speak, um, I might go with Miles Farmer. It's just because I've been a longtime Miles Farmer fan, and I think this is finally really his time. Although the, the fact that Marquise Buford Jr. was one of those black shirts, and, and you know, it's not to total surprise, he had a really strong spring. But there's there's a lot of good options, I think, in the secondary. So for him to get one now certainly caught my attention. So I'll go with both safeties and I'll cheat. I'll go one A, one B and say these safeties are gonna show they're gonna be something we're talking about Sunday morning, Monday morning and going into North Dakota. Brandon, uh, about a minute left here as we're less than forty eight hours from the game. What is Brandon Vogel's key to victory for Nebraska? And I think we're gonna check back in with you on Saturday. So you, you can change your answer before yeah. then, but as it stands right now, what's a key to victory for Nebraska? I think I think the one thing Nebraska should be able to do and has to do it probably lies with the defense and Northwestern's offense is I have a hard time seeing it throwing well enough and big enough to beat this Nebraska team. It's going to have to do it on the on the ground and it's got the running backs to do it. It's got potentially the offensive line to do it. So how does Nebraska hold up against that run game? That's kind of the key X factor there that's going to tell me early on say midway through the second quarter, halftime, like where that number is at for Northwestern will probably be a good gauge of how Nebraska's doing overall. There is Brandon Vogel joining us here on a Thursday edition of Hale Varsity Radio, checking in from his hotel in Dublin, staying up late for us. That's why we love Brandon. And Brandon, I hope it's just not all football for you this trip. I hope you get out and get some sightseeing done, all right? Yep, we'll get some done. Thanks well, a lot. Appreciate your time this afternoon here in America and evening in Ireland. We'll yeah. check in with you, I believe, again on Saturday. But coming up after the break here on Hale Varsity Radio, we're going to get Mark and Chris back into the show. Maybe another pint of Guinness down for those two. And uh, we're going to continue talking Nebraska Northwestern. That's coming up after the break right here on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, Storm Chasers fans. Your favorite baseball team is back at home August 23rd through the 28th when they take on the Rail Riders. It's a jam-packed series that includes a dollar beer night, Friday fireworks, a fun-filled Saturday with music by Lucas Minor, and craft specials on Nebraska Brewing Company. And how about Imaginary Friend Day on Sunday? Stevie, you hear that? No, Stevie, stop. This is my mic. Sorry, folks. Stevie gets excited sometimes. Hey, hold on to that excitement and channel it on August 28th at 2.05. Sound good? All right. Fans, get your tickets now before it's too late. We'll see you soon. And we're back. Fellas, think we could listen to the radio? On Hale Varsity Radio, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Yes, that's awesome. 
Back to you. We're at the Mary Cobbler Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow Thursday. Your friends at Union Bank and Trust making this happen. Chris Schmidt, Mark Cranach. Cranach wearing the Atlanta gear. And Elijah Herbal uh, back at our ESPN Lincoln Studios. And uh, we have some uh, friends from Ireland uh, wandering in here. We're just off to the entrance, Nebraska Northwestern getting ready. Uh, it was awesome to spend time with uh, so many folks that are excited for college football to kick off the season here in Dublin, Nebraska, practicing today. Yep. And uh, the Big Red, Scott Frost says they're locked in, ready to go. That's what you want to hear. But the more and more people you talk to, either players, we uh, talked to Travis Vokalek a little bit earlier this week, talked to some of the parents uh, we've gotten to know over the years. They feel really good about where this team can be. And listen, uh, is it going to be six or ten, right? And then there's that window in between with the the hope, if you're a Nebraska fan, for a season win total. But in the uh, the interest of uh, the interest of, of here and now, uh, where we're at, just across the street from Avila Stadium here at the Mary Cobbler, it is uh, so important for Nebraska to get off on that right foot. And, and I, you know, you listen to a little bit of the Kaz podcast, Coach yeah. Kaczynski uh, yeah. on our flight over from Atlanta. And Kaz, I think, nails it because he's been in this league for a thousand years where it is going to be run game and time of possession and, and, and stopping the run. But Nebraska is is ready to go. There's some time to enjoy themselves, but it it truly is. It's, it's a little cliche, but business trip. They want to do something they haven't done for a long, long time. You got to go back to 2016, and that's get some momentum, get downhill, figuratively and literally, uh, in a good way uh, on Saturday when we get things kicked off here at the Mary Cobbler, one o'clock local time in Dublin. Uh, and of course, uh, kickoff at 11.30 back home, Nebraska time. Yeah, and look, one of the things that Kaz was talking about so much that really resonated with me is is just how all, we can talk about all the different things that we want to talk about, mm-hmm. and we can have. He even got a little upset <laughs> with you and with like, like you media guys. What are you talking well, about? Because I mean, Kaz will show me his hand uh, structure, discipline. Yeah, you know he's what I mean? about I mean, to backhand you. A yeah, and times. He sh- you know what? Kaz um, is your typical phenomenal athlete, lineman, and, and like four O guy. Well, but but what he was trying to get at is. You know, you can say all the things you want about, well, we think this is going to be close and we think it's going to come down to the end. Or, oh, whoever gets off to the best start is going to win, blah, blah, blah. That's boring. He, he, that's he's, like, he's like, none of that stuff actually matters. What matters is, <laughs> have you prepared yourself For to give yourself the best opportunity to win? Because there's a lot of stuff you're not going to be able to control, a lot of variables you won't be able to control. But have you done the work and according to Scott Frost today, after practice, he hay said is that in the barn. He literally said the hay is in the barn, which is the most Nebraska phrase ever. He said the hay is in the barn. He feels like they have done that. He feels like they have put in the work to give themselves the best opportunity to win. Mm-hmm. But all it takes is one dude to screw it up and drop a ball, right? So, like, so to sit here and say, well, if the first quarter is going to go 14 to 7, and this guy, we're going to jump out to a lead, and if we don't, then ah! That, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's like, do you have enough collective resolve offensively, defensively, with your captains, with your coaches? Do you have enough resolve 
to know and trust your training and just get after it consistently no matter what happens like because that's, that, that's what this has been about has been about trusting your training dude, and responding to when it goes to the bleep though that's dude, that's it that's been the problem uh-huh all right jojo doman undrafted is, is going to make an nfl roster he's this good year. ben Steele, undrafted is going to make an nfl roster this year Right, Damian Daniels got cut. He's probably going to get picked up He'll somewhere get picked else. Up. He can bowl. Right, the problem has not been talent. I don't want to hear that crap anymore. It's not about talent. And I don't think folks will argue that talent's been lacking. It's no. been what have you been? What have you done with the talent? What are and, you going to do with it? And from a leadership standpoint, either you, you lead as a coach. If you don't have a leader on the team, you feel like you've got some true leaders on this yeah. team. As Scott Frost touched on a little bit today after Nebraska's practice. We got in a little bit ago, yeah. and we're here at the Mary Cobbler Hale Varsity Roadshow on a Thursday. Chris Schmidt, Mark Cranack, Elijah Herbal. Frost originally concerned about the Ireland trip. How are you going to react? How are you going to focus with the travel? Uh, yeah, but he has, a, he has a team he feels pretty grown up about. He has seen it through fall camp, and he's seen them stay focused. I know Whipple said they were a little sluggish. Yeah, we're, we're a little sluggish uh, with the, the amount of, of travel that has that that occurred. So, no, this isn't uh, lip service. And you've, listen, we're, we're, we're a little bit more than a week removed from Pukegate. Sorry to bring that back up, but we are in a pub and we've been inviting. So, uh, you know, I mean, it has shifted. Yeah. And Nebraska knows what they need to do. And Nebraska know the reality is Nebraska knows it's not going to be perfect, and they're okay with that. Well, and they, and they need to be. And the, the thing you wonder about with Northwestern is last year was such an anomaly, mm-hmm. right? When you, when you look at what Pat Fitzgerald has been able to do with Northwestern over the course of his career. He's awesome. Yeah, it's consistent, right? Like, it, it may not result in consistent win-loss totals, but in general, that's a team that's a tough out, right? That's a team that's going to foul off a lot of pitches. That's a team that is just not going to go down easy. Like, if you beat them, you're going to earn it. Now, here's the, but here is the pattern that they have followed, which is scary to me. It's in terms of win-loss totals, it is literally every other year going back like a decade. I mean, it is like sub 500. Well above 500. Sub 500. Well above 500. Just up and down, up and down. And they, and and guess they what beat this year some teams. It's, it's the it's the It's the above year. 500. Yeah. It is. So this is the year. year that they compete for the Big Ten Championship if they're going to follow their trend. I don't know that they can follow their trend because of the quarterback. And, and Holinsky may be... How long has he been there? 400 years, but he's never yeah. won the job. All right. How old is he if he's been there 400 well, years? Well, you've got the COVID year and you carry the two, and he's I'm not going to get into math in a pub. Just order me one more. I just, okay. I just added it up. 418 years old, Ryan Holinsky. Right. Well, Hall, oh. the, the redheaded demon, is going to be uh, trying to run the football. He's not going to start. Oh, they haven't announced it officially, unless they did today and we missed no. it while we were flying. Elijah, jump in here. Give us some, uh, some stateside correction. Uh, Fitzy didn't just say. Uh, we, by we the way, we didn't miss it, right? Yeah, North, Northwestern has said that they are not. Uh, they have not announced a starting quarterback, and Fitzgerald said he's probably not going to announce one until kickoff. So you'll know once that first exactly. series starts. Okay. 
Yeah. Big shocker. It's going to be an average quarterback that's going to start no matter what. <laughs> run, run the football, like, recover a fumble. Yeah. Who, we've got a bit of an audience with us here, here at the Mary Cobbler. You guys want to wave? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, sure. Wave, wave we, back to Nebraska. Back? Hold on. Say hi. Got some hey, folks hey, here from Nebraska. Go Big Red. Yeah. You already right. got that down, huh? Got some Go Big, big Red. red f- yeah. Got some Go Big Red folks that have flown in, and they are doing it up, too. They're hitting, like, every spot of Ireland, doing all the Game of Thrones scenes and, like, nice. the Star Wars. Scene. Yeah. Oh, doing absolutely. In fact, one of them is Jim, who I know well. So and Jim's going to be with like, us next hour. Well, I think so. If we can coax him into doing it. But one thing that one thing that Jim Jim's has shaking elect- his head no. One thing that Jim has elected to do was drive here, and we'll talk to him about that, which Ooh. I would not recommend. Gary Barnett's coming up at Tail Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chime in 402-466-ESPN or email the show Chris at HaleVarsity.com. Just try me, try me. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Rolling through a Thursday edition of Hale Varsity Radio. Here we are presented by the Nebraska Lottery. And also should note that Chris and Mark's trip out to Dublin brought to you by Union Bank and Trust. Want to thank them for their generous support of Hale Varsity as uh, Chris and Mark. Again, taking a segment off, uh, they're going to be back with us a little bit later next hour as uh, that's me taking up here the top of the hour. And then leading off next hour, we're going to have Chris's sit down with Gary Barnett. That is all coming your way. But got to take a quick reminder to let you know that there are 1,500 crashes each year in Nebraska involving an impaired driver. Driving drunk, buzzed, or high is never acceptable. And law enforcement officers are working every day to stop it before more people are killed or injured. If you're going to drive, don't drink. And if you do drink, make sure you designate a sober driver or get a ride share. Get a ride. A DUI costs more than you think. A message brought to you by the Nebraska Department of Transportation Highway Safety Office. Okay, we are rolling through on a Thursday here. It's Elijah Herbal chained up in the studios of ESPN Lincoln as I am unable to make the trip out to Dublin. Somebody's got to be here. That, that's as simple as it gets. Somebody's got to be in the studio driving the ship, and that duty has fallen onto me here this weekend. I do believe... There is a plan in the works for me, Elijah Herbal, to be making a trip to Ann Arbor, Michigan later this fall as I try to make it out to one away game a year, and I'll be checking in from there. Tickets have not been purchased. The hotel room has not been purchased, and the gas has not been taken out of my budget just yet. I'm definitely not flying. I don't don't, don't have, have a, a care for flying if driving is an option, but that is something that is being worked on right now, and uh, we will see where that comes to. If you missed anything from this first hour, remember... You can catch this entire show in podcast form. ESPN Lincoln uh, Twitter page will have uh, segments posted up from today's show. And you can also check out the full show at uh, the Hail Varsity YouTube page. It's going to be posted up here a little bit later tonight, as well as Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, really wherever you like to get podcasts. Odyssey is another great option for you to get these podcasts. And uh, I was working in with a caller earlier this week uh, to make sure whenever you ask Alexa to play Hail Varsity Radio, uh, Alexa should be able to get you the most recent episode of Hail Varsity Radio as well. If it doesn't work, uh, try to... Uh, Tell Alexa where you want that podcast to be played from. So, hey, Alexa, play Hail Varsity Radio on Spotify. Or, hey, Alexa, play 
Hail Varsity Radio on Amazon Music. Whatever you use for your streaming service, try that if you're struggling with your Alexa. And uh, I promise it's going to work out well for you. But uh, we want to get this show available wherever you want to listen. We do the show for you, so we want to make it uh, absolutely accessible for anyone and everyone who wants to take a listen. And again, those uh, segments posted up on ESPN Lincoln's Facebook and Twitter. And you can also check them out at ESPNLincoln.com. And uh, we still have a full hour of the show coming your way as coming up right after the break we're going to have chris's sit down with gary barnett chris uh, recorded this before he left for dublin yesterday morning and uh, we're going to get the chance to hear that coming up leading off hour two uh, and then we're going to sit down and we're going to talk with ted who is hosting uh, chris and mark over in dublin uh, that is going to be coming your way at about 5 25 and then at 5 40 ted's going to continue sitting in with us i have a full list of irish slang i want to quiz mark and chris on see how well they know it and we're going to make sure that ted is there so uh, they are real irish Irish slang words, and we're going to make sure Ted can confirm that. That is all coming your way next hour. Uh, keep it tuned. After the break, it's Hail Varsity Radio, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Hey, it's Schmitty. Want to tell you about a fantastic opportunity to work for a rapidly growing company that also enjoys the benefits earned with having competitive, stable history of work over 20 years? FSC. The FSC Edge, it's a leading technology innovator serving governmental agencies. Expert services helping worldwide patent offices meet strict processing and publishing timelines while delivering exceptional quality. They support some of the world's largest patent offices throughout the U.S. and Europe. That includes the European Patent Office, the German Patent and Trademark Office, and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. The only group of companies worldwide to provide such support to all three of these agencies. Working at FSC, you have a chance to work with fun people with great attitudes and learn about patents. You're not on the phone, you're not customer-facing, it's casual dress, and the work environment. It's a new environment with over $2 million in improvements. You have access to generous benefits packages, company support for health and wellness, and you do impactful work on a national scale. Make a difference. Their team's constantly growing and they're always looking for new people to join their mission. Check out what's available today at jobs at fsc.com. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back into it, a tale of our city presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Uh, the man who knows Northwestern, Hall of Fame coach with the Wildcats ahead of Nebraska and Northwestern to talk with us. Coach Gary Barnett joins us. Coach, uh, it is uh, all about football here, week zero. How are we doing? Well, we're getting ready to go. Uh, you know, we're we're two weeks away here at, uh, at CU with TCU. We're a week and a half now, but... Uh, yeah, I think everybody's looking forward to it. Sort of like you're counting counting down the days. So, and fortunately, you guys uh, you guys get to participate that first week and really the first game out of the hat. Yeah, and uh, it is it is going to be exciting. A lot of Nebraska fans, as we talk, have already landed, uh, making my voyage there uh, in soon enough. But I got to ask you: Are you going Guinness or are you going Jameson? You got to pick one. 
No, neither one. I can't handle either one of those two dudes. So <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm much lighter along the beer line than Guinness. I can't drink that stuff. So, uh, so if if I coach were going to a pub in Ireland, I'm going to buy you a beer, and you're going to ask for give me a Coors harp. Light. You're going to okay. You're going to go harp. Okay, harp's a good I'll call. I'll go harp. Yeah, I can go harp there. Hey, Harp's a great – I don't know if I'm going to get stink-eyed or thrown out if I ask for a black and tan over there, so I might just have to stick with with either Guinness or Jameson, and I can't do the uh, the Jameson lemonade. I might get punched, so uh, I'll just stick with Guinness. <laughs> I'll just stick with Guinness. What's your, uh, your feel? Uh, I'll get to Nebraska's side of the ball in a moment, but uh, Coach Fitzgerald not, not showing – who is his quarterback, and and that part of the offense with Northwestern. I know, I know Hole's back, Stronsky's a uh, really good left tackle, and I know Northwestern's going to want to be physical, but what's your assessment from afar on Northwestern at quarterback as, as they get ready for week zero? Well, I don't think Fitz is trying to hide anything. I, I think okay. it really is. I think they're really <laughs> – I think they're they're really having a, a problem trying to make a decision. That, that can be good or bad. It could be they're all playing well, or it could be none of them are playing well. So, uh, but uh, if if he's got a guy that's a guy, he's going to name him, mm-hmm. and he's not going to try to play games with it. So I think they're probably struggling there just a little bit. And uh, you know, he's he, trying to get ready for all these new players. I think is a real. Um, challenge for Northwestern. I mean, uh, the, the, they have to go back and find film on Casey Thompson of Texas. They've got to go get film from Whipple at uh, Pitt and UMass. They've got to do all those sorts of things. So they their job's a lot tougher, and and they can't be as detailed because they've got to they've got to look at the the big pictures of all those kids, and then still look at Nebraska's offense. So. You know their challenge is a little different, and um, I read somewhere where they they said they probably have to take the first quarter and see what's really going on. I think that's probably true, but I think he's used to doing that, uh, especially um, uh, you know when you open up with I think they've opened up with three Big Ten openers in the uh, teams in three of the last four years, so they're they're used to doing that a little bit. Gary Barnett's with us on Hale Varsity Radio. Yeah, you, you opened Northwestern did last year with Michigan State and uh, in Mel. Uh, and uh, yeah, Northwestern's been one of those teams that, that seems to, to bounce back, Coach Barnett, after a, a tough season. What, as you uh, look at Northwestern, what, what do you expect the strength of the team to be? And how can the, the defense – Make make some strides. I know Hankowitz has been gone now. It'll be a second year. Well, uh, yeah, I um, and I'm not real familiar with. Um, uh, I think it's Coach O'Neill's yep. stuff. Yep. Um, the uh, uh, with his defenses, but uh, you know, Hanks was was solid. It was just so you were never out of position. You know, they were simple. Uh, and they, you know, brought pressure when you didn't think they were going to bring pressure. It's just Hank's sort of mo that that they were so well coached. So 
Um, you know, I think that's probably uh, as much as anything where they've got to make more improvements on the defensive side. And, um, you know, coach's second year, uh, as, I mean, as a coordinator, I'm sure that'll be better. But um, it's hard to tell, really, what's what's going to be the strength of that Northwestern team. It's usually the team itself. It's just that they they play so hard and they're hard they're hard out, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to make every game hard for you, whether they're you know exciting or whether they're dynamic or whether they're explosive. That that comes and goes, but they're usually just a hard out. It's hard to beat them. Gary Barnett with his few minutes previewing Nebraska Northwestern over in Dublin is a Hale Varsity road show across the pond. Coach, uh, a thought with at what point do you kind of hone in on the identity part of your football team on offense? You, you laid out like the big picture. Northwestern's a hard out there. Well coached. They're talented, very talented and uh, you, you don't make mistakes, flipping it around, where on, on the offensive side of the ball, you can try and go down a certain path for an identity, but uh, when it comes to that decision-making process, at what point, either in camp or in the season, do you think it comes together? When are you sold on, on what you think you do best on offense? Well, I think it depends on the, <clears throat> the age of your kids and how much experience they have. If you've got a veteran quarterback that uh, – uh, you know what he can do and what he what he doesn't do well, and and uh, he's got the respect of all the other players. Then then you got a pretty good idea who you're going to be. But when when you're still trying to make a quarterback decision at this point in time, then I think it's going to be a while before that identity really surfaces. So it's um, you know Fitz is Fitz is going to be surprised as everybody else when it happens and whatever identity ends up showing up. Coach, what do you think of this Nebraska team, all the change, either with staff and, and personnel? Uh, we did our predictions uh, earlier in the week with win totals and, and that you know, we will go burn the Nixon tapes, so to speak, if they're so way off. But uh, we we think Nebraska will be bowl eligible this year. What's your overall outlook for Nebraska as you kind of look at them from afar? Well, I... I would agree with that. I think they're going to be a bowl eligible team. Um, you know, it, 10, 15 years ago, if you had all these kinds of changes, it would be so hard to make the adjustment um, to them playing. But you would have two-a-days, and you would have, um, you know, you, you'd find out more about how all these personalities would mesh in the grind of, of a two-a-day preseason. You don't have two-a-days anymore. You don't really have the grind of the preseason like there used to be. And so you may be a little more in doubt as to exactly what you have until three or four weeks down the road. But I think they're, uh, I would agree that you look at them and you just, first of all, you just can't have that much bad luck two years in a row. Just the football gods don't let that happen. So, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I admire Coach Frost. He's been, uh, unflappable over this last year with stuff, and uh, he's just got to keep, got to stay that way, and and keep the respect of his players, and and then quarterbacks got to show up. You know, Casey Thompson's got to show up and do his deal, and and then all the receivers have to match. So it's, you know, I I, I agree. I think it's a it's a bowl eligible team. I think they're going to be better than everybody thinks they're going to be. Uh, 
And I think that I think a team like a team that's playing for the first time, like Northwestern's at a big disadvantage, um, not really knowing uh, where everybody is because they're all from somewhere else. Coach, how much do you look back at last year's week zero experience from a learning standpoint and I ask that because that that was a big theme is is just letting it rip and being and playing confident not not gripping it too tight coach Frost talked about it one of the captains Garrett Nelson talked about it the the pressure that was the feeling going into Illinois right week zero and, and a bit of a surprise with coach Bielema and you know new coach new staff similar to what Northwestern's facing this year if if you're Nebraska can you can you learn some lessons from last year of, of what not to do being too tight in in an opener like this with all the noise outside going on? Well, I think the kids that played in it, yes, but you've got a bunch of kids that didn't, bunch of players that didn't play in that game last year, so they don't really know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, I think it's hard for both teams, but it's the same challenge for Northwestern, or excuse me, for Nebraska as it was last year. They're going into Illinois. Everybody expected. Nebraska to win that game um, and quite handily actually based on the year before and they're in the same situation now everybody expects them to beat Northwestern based on the fact that they they played uh, poorly a year ago so it, that's the part you have to overcome is you got to have the respect for the team that you're playing and that's the hardest thing for humans to do it's the hardest thing for young people to do is to go in there completely respecting the other team. That's when you win and win big. It's when you don't have it, it's not there, and then all of a sudden you you get hit in the mouth and you've got to get the respect. It's hard to do in the middle of middle of a game. Were you able to as as your career uh continued play loose, make sure your team was loose, focused yes, but loose and not uptight? Well, I think sometimes uh, you know, that's not so much the, in the control of the, of the uh, coaches as it is the leadership of your program. Gotcha. I mean, coaches are always going to uh, know what to expect 99 times out of 100. It's the locker room that's your issue and the challenge because if your veterans are there and they know, then they're not going to let the young guys um, uh, uh, go the wrong way mm-hmm. with their thoughts, but if if it's not that way, and 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 in this case, it's sort of a mixed bag for Nebraska. Um, then human nature takes over, and you just don't go into the game with the same amount of respect that you should have. Gary Barnett, couple minutes with us, Sale Varsity Radio, Nebraska Northwestern preview as a former Northwestern head coach. Coach, I enjoyed I was watching BTN last night, and they were doing all sorts of Nebraska-Northwestern ahead of the big show. So they had a rundown on on Nebraska, and then they had a profile, uh, the, the run to the roses for, for you in 95. So I watched that program, that documentary on when you took over and, and took Northwestern. And uh, getting guys to to believe to buy in with where Northwestern was before you took over and what you ascended them to be, and that was really cool to to see. And remember the the story you told about 
Uh, you guys were together watching Ohio State, Michigan. You needed the Michigan win to get to Pasadena uh, for an outright Big Ten title. And Coach, you, you had a whole bunch of roses on your front porch when you got home. Yep, yep, on the yard. It was it was cool. I, and I had I really had I didn't grow up in a Big Ten, and and so the Rose Bowl was never anything that I had uh, thought about being that big a deal, but. It was. It was that big a deal in Chicago and that big a deal in that part of the country. And I found out real quick how big it was because <laughs> everybody got involved. Well, Coach, let's get down to uh, some predictions here. Nebraska Northwestern, the lines minus 13 as we talk, the over-under minus, uh, I shouldn't say minus, but 51 and a half. What do you see uh, on uh, Saturday for Week Zero Nebraska Northwestern? Well, I think that's about right. Uh, all the way across the board, um, the uh, I, I think Nebraska by thirteen is about right. Or thir- was it thirteen and a half? It's yeah, thirteen, and 13. then uh, yeah, and and fifty one on the over under. I I think I'd take the over on that. So yeah. um, that's sort of what it feels like to me from afar. All right, key for each team. What's key for Nebraska? What's key for Northwestern? Well, the key for Northwestern is is to play better defense. They've they've got to be able to uh, control the game with their defense, and they've got to settle. They've got to they've got to withstand the first quarter of new stuff. And uh, I think that for them, the first quarter, first half, if they can go in at halftime and and be in the game and have an idea, then I think they have a chance. Uh, I think Nebraska is for them is like I said earlier, they, if they go into that game completely respecting Northwestern in the situation, then I I don't think they have a big problem winning this game. Mm-hmm. Gary Barnett with us. Coach, I won't be able to swing the clubs, but I'd be wishing I, I was uh, on Sunday. Uh, you enjoy some golf, enjoy some football, and thanks for talking Nebraska-Northwestern with us today. You got it, Chris. Good being with you. Gary Barnett, who sat down with Schmitty, I believe that was yesterday morning uh, to get a little preview of Nebraska Northwestern. As you heard, obviously, Gary Barnett knows Northwestern football inside and out, and it's always great on a Thursday to sit down with Coach Gary Barnett, and we'll get his reaction to what goes down on Saturday coming up next Thursday. Gotta love Coach Barney. Coming up after the break here on Hale Varsity Radio, we're going to get Schmitty and Mark checked in back again from the Mary Cobbler in Dublin, Ireland, as we're going to roll through the rest of the show with them, uh, talk some Husker football, and I promise it's coming Irish slang. We're going to see what uh, Schmitty and Mark think of some Irish slang, whether they can predict what it means. That's all coming your way after the break right here on Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Like what you hear, high-quality radio and podcast is part of what we do at Hale Varsity. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's HailVarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now back to Hail Varsity Radio. 
Great to be with you. Tail Varsity Roadshow Thursday here at the Mary Cobbler. We, uh, we've made it uh, on the way oh, to Dublin, we? Ireland. Cranach's feeling it, man. I'm got tired, the, man. Get the hat on backwards. Elijah Herbal back at our ESPN studios. Mary Cobbler, we're going to be it's here fatigue. Friday and again Saturday in front of Nebraska Northwestern, 1 to 3. Ireland time. The Mary Cobbler is only like four minutes away from the stadium. Well, like, you like, can swerve yeah. or, or go in a straight line. Yeah. Can, can we put this in Nebraska terms? Is this old father to the stadium? Is this is this the union ah. to the stadium? How, how far away it's are we? It's not old father to the stadium. It would be more like, let's go Love, Love Library. Okay. Okay. Call. Yeah. Love Library to the stadium. Yeah, we're gonna it's take a mo- we're gonna take well, a moment of silence. But here's the thing: you look hall. at it on a map, and you're so used to the grid system, you're like, "Oh man, that's like 14 blocks." But some of these blocks are like they're tiny, mm. so it's not the same. So yeah, Love Library is a good well uh, played, good comp. well played. Yeah, or um, we will say the start of O Street to uh, the end of O Street from maybe 14th to 17th. Okay. You got to go from Harry's to Sandy's. Okay. Yeah, but but your stops, of course, are going to be your friends at Duffy's, and yeah. absolutely you end the night with the bar, the bar. Shameless, <laughs> forgive me. Oh, that is. Seth and Gregor's. We, we digress. We wish you were in the, in goodness. Dublin with us. But uh, we'll check in with Jim, big time Nebraska fan. Uh, he is going to pop well, on. Yeah. No. Kind of. <laughs> but he is from Nebraska. He's he's becoming more of a fan. Okay. Yeah, he's becoming. Just, he went to Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Other than that, he's a good dude. Uh, you know, he's a good guy. I hear Missouri's beautiful. I've never it been is. to Columbia. It is. They have green chili beer at one of their uh, one of their establishments down okay. there. I beautiful got, hills. Nebraska's got to do a, 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 a the next time they're in Dublin, bring Missouri over. Wait, wait, okay. can, can we circle back here for a second? That. Green chili beer. That. Is that kind of like a, a jalapeno ale? What's a green chili beer? It tastes kind of like the aftertaste of nachos. Because we want 12 ounces of that. That that sounds... very good. Okay, it sounds horrendous, but I'll take your word for it. It does sound horrendous. Uh, (laughs) How about point totals, Elijah? And let's talk season. Let's talk game. What do they need to put up? Well, is it the magic? Is it the magic thirty again for the Big Ten? Well, let's go back to last season. This is something I think you and I hit on a, a couple months ago, Schmitty. Nebraska, if we round up, put up about twenty-eight points per game last season, while holding their opponent to a little under twenty-three points per game, twenty-two point six seven. So, if rounding, make it whole numbers. Nebraska last season put up twenty-eight points per game, and you got to remember, there's yeah. also games like Northwestern and. Uh, Buffalo, where they put up more than that, and sure. that's going to affect the point total. But 28 points per game, and they gave up 23 points per game, which, you know, whenever you look at that on its face, you would think Nebraska would have a better than a 3-9 and nine record. But also, it's been spoken ad nauseum. Yeah, Nebraska had a positive points differential last season and still went 3-9. and nine. So let's yeah. get into that. <laughs> what is the number that Nebraska needs to put up uh, assuming the defense can hold parts to, to, to do better than that, or we can talk about it conversely, does the defense need to be holding a team to under 20 points per game once you average out to across the whole season? Elijah, good questions. And, and to be frank, the between field position and special teams, Nebraska got punched, you know where, once a game. I mean, worth at least three, special teams worth at least three points yeah. per game in the losses. At a conservative number, at worst, it was nine maybe even a a 10 point difference. Then you factor in the field position, whether you're backed up or someone starting on the wrong side of the 50th year, the Nebraska defense. So to me, uh, Nebraska's number, 
doesn't have to grow per se to, to 30 or 35. Uh, it, it'd be nice because I think if you look at all those games Nebraska's lost, you're the team that gets to 30, you win. I think that's your threshold in the Big Ten. You score 30 and you get a couple of breaks and you're sound, then uh, you're, you're going to win by that one score versus losing by that one score. And it comes down to a, a turnover, a possession, and, and one drive that is is the game changer where someone's going to start Iowa, right? They'll start at their own 40 or 45 that, that, that can flip it, flip momentum. So to me, third, I'm going to still just scream about 30 being the number, what you need to score. The question to me is how soon do you need to, to get there? Because we all think the offense will be a work in progress, and that's okay because you can lean on the defense. You just can't lean on the defense as long as you did last year. You mentioned about the the, the work in progress for the offense. Let's think about this. You got an offensive coordinator that was at Pitt last year. Mm -hmm. You got a quarterback who was at Texas. Your top receiver was at LSU, and your top running back was in JUCO. How's that all going to work together? I don't know. No, I no. guess we'll find out. It better right? work, like better work well Saturday so, if you're well, Nebraska. But but are you going to depend on that? Are you going to say that 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 that's that why you brought them all here? Like, are all those ingredients going to mesh together? On is week it going to be a great pizza or is it going to be awful? Yeah, week one, I don't think we can expect a ton there. But over the course of the season, I tend to agree with where where you're going. I, I think the defense can actually take a step forward this mm-hmm. year. Offense, I would like to stay at par. Special teams, of course, go up. I think defense, though, culturally, I think those guys are right. I, I don't think we should lose sight of the fact that three of the captains this year are from the defensive side. And one of them Absolutely. one of them is a guy who pretty much nobody called as a potential captain in Caleb Tanner. What that says is that you have an entire roster on defense that is getting better and they're kind of creating their own thing they're creating their own identity who had caleb tanner as being a captain like nobody. caleb tanner coming back in, right. in january well, yeah well, no it, nobody even thought he would be, be a nobody no one even knew if he would come back let alone be elected a captain by his peers that speaks to a pretty strong culture that they have defensively. Well, and, and just look at those captains as a whole and think about what type of players you have there and, and what they can instill into the team if that leadership... Right. Uh, I mean, if the team plays like the captains, you've got Garrett Nelson and Caleb Tanner who yep. you watch them play, they are 110% guys every single play. I've never seen right. those guys taken off play. Are they prone to right. mental mistakes at times? Sure, but it's not because of a lack of effort. Those guys will give it their all. They're willing to die on that field just based on what I see whenever they're playing. And you add in a guy like Nick Henrich, who uh, he's also willing to do the dirty work. He didn't always flash last season, and it's because he did his job right every single play. And whenever a linebacker does that, they don't always flash. Yes, they're they're taking on the block with the correct shoulder, and he's letting Luke Reimer come in and clean it up. He's not playing for glory. Uh, He's a guy who is playing to win the football game, and I love that. And then offensively, with Travis Vokalek, uh, it's almost the same story where he's been called baby Gronk out of practice, Blocking is the least sexy part of the tight end position, but it's probably the most important part. Guys are going to make their hay. You're going to 
they're going to make their name for the fans by going and catching the football. And you're going to go, wow, that's a great tight end. He had 100 receiving yards this game. But what's going to make an offense go is how well that tight end can come in and seal the edge, how well they can block, how well they can get the running game going. And if Nebraska's team can follow the lead of these four captains and say, yeah, you know what? We're going to follow along with what these guys do, how they play the football game. You're going to have a very hard football team to beat because it's going to be a football team that's willing to do the dirty work. That is so important, and your best guy has got to be those dirty workers, right? I mean, they got to be the guys that uh, embrace it, love doing it, and you hear it often in the offseason and leading up to the season. Dirty uh, workers? Dirty workers. Or hay in the barn? Both. Those putting dirty the hay work- in the barn leads, leads to dirty work. Well, no, you're a dirty worker if you're okay, putting okay. hay in the barn. I, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> we're going to get Cranex and Jameson now. Speaking yeah, of, Brady yeah. emails in advice, and we've been getting oh, drinking advice all well, As if you need weeks. drinking advice no, when but, you go to Dublin. No, I know. Well, you do. I mean, if you had to pick <laughs> one, are you going Jameson or are you going Guinness? Ooh. That's the question for the room. And you answer oh. wrong, it, it could be a little a bit of an I, issue. I feel like Jameson travels better, so if you're here... I think you have to go Guinness. Or, uh, if you had to choose between Super one of the Super Husker two. fan Ted's like, just be be uh, diligent but careful that first night here with Guinness. Don't ruin it for the rest of the also, time. Also, Chris, yeah. it's, funny it, how, it's funny how every it single time... It is special and different here. Every single time... Coleman you, was right. Every single time you mentioned Ted, he's becoming more and more of a Husker fan. It started out as, well, he's been to one Husker game, he's going to another. Now it's Husker fan. Now it's Husker fanatic Ted. Ted has this giant red dragon tattooed on his back, and it's yeah. got a big red N on it. So that's next. I'm, that, that's my math. The on legend it. grows. It continues, depending on how. And many he has James a vehicle named the uh, the Red Dragon. No Jamesons yeah. today. Back to the email here from Brady. The other day you were talking about having Jameson and lemonade. Uh, scratch that and order a, a Jameson ginger. Yeah. Garnish yeah. it with a fresh uh, with a fresh ginger. I'm sitting next to. Yeah. I had one of those. Uh, did you? A ginger. Yeah. Uh, and oh, yes. I get it. And have fun. Uh, go, yeah. go Big Red. Love the show. Uh, yeah. You're very tricky. Yes. Uh, <laughs> high five. Uh, yeah. there, there's a whole song about Jameson and Ginger. Have you heard that one? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. There really is. We yeah. bring in uh, a big-time Nebraska fan. I don't well, know if he's got see, a tattoo. I don't know if we can call him that, and I don't even think he no, Jim, that. Jim, cr- crawl Jim, in here. Jim is a oh, – let, let's bring in Jim, who has traveled over from Omaha, but not born and bred in Omaha. He didn't grow up as a Husker fan, but it's, like, starting to grow on you. So if somebody says, You've are you a Husker him, fan? No, no, no. No, I, I'm being honest. Like, if somebody said, are you a Husker fan, how do you answer that question? A hundred percent Husker. Here's why. Oh. I was born in Lincoln, okay? So I'm right. a native. Okay. I and mean, if you're born there, it's in your blood. Mm-hmm. So sure. you can go away, but you always have to come home. But, but you... So... <laughs> But Missouri, right? Missouri yeah. was a thing. Well, I went to school in Missouri. Missouri's okay. good. Missouri's great. Uh, I've got a lot of how family. Many, how many roofs did you run to into it, Missouri? Ooh. From from Ozark. See, I don't know how deeply we've yeah. talked about this before. I was confused about your Husker fandom because I heard Missouri, and you went to Missouri, and you liked the Tigers and it's Norm Missouri. Stewart. Missouri, uh, you no, know, it's in Missouri and Missouri. So I, I just didn't know. But but a season ticket holder for so, the basketball program. So, so I feel okay. I'm, I, I'm, you're conflicted. I'm, I, I'm, on, I'm, an, conflicted. I'm on an Smith island. I'm on an Beeler. island right now, surrounded by a lot of water. Right. And so I have a lot of family over here. I have a lot of Husker fans all around. So yeah. if I, I I am a Husker fan, if I say anything less, I might 
have to swim home. <laughs> That's like, not good. It's not. It's dangerous. It's, it's, it's a dangerous. long swim. I, yeah, it's a long way. Okay, put it this way: What if Nebraska plays Missouri? Where are you at? See, that's what I'm saying. Ooh. So that's what I'm saying when I'm depends like, is he a Nebraska games, fan? where the game's at. I believe you tolerate and respect and appreciate Nebraska, but are you a fan? He's they here. play yes. Missouri. Yes. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm making right? this decision right that's now. That's tough. Okay. Shot yeah, clock's at 90 seconds. Right. It's, it's Huskers. It's, it's Anthony it's Peeler versus Strickland one-on-one. Yeah, Who you got? Yeah. Oh, Who you got? I'm going Strick all day. <laughs> Doug Smith, though. He could bang oh, down. He was though. a monster. He was big. Corby Jones, yeah. Scott Frost, and a cage. Who are you going with? <laughs> oh, wow. Who are you going with? Yeah. I don't know. I've seen Brock Corby. Olivo is the answer. Brock. Brock, <laughs> Brock Olivo versus Joel Makovica. Put up the wrestling match. Oh, no. Brock, he's going through and yeah. we'll take Mike Rucker, you take Martin Rucker. Still haven't answered the question, though. Have you noticed that? No, we got to hit break. <laughs> and uh, you stay, stay well, with us. Right. Jim, stay with us. We will do uh, Irish slang. Elijah Herbal has put the work in on that. And Ted may join on it as well. It's Hale Varsity on the road. Mary Cobbler in Dublin, Ireland, as we get ready for Nebraska Northwestern with Hale Varsity. Hey, Storm Chasers fans. Your favorite baseball team is back at home August 23rd through the 28th when they take on the Rail Riders. It's a jam-packed series that includes a dollar beer night, Friday fireworks, a fun-filled Saturday with music by Lucas Minor and craft specials on Nebraska Brewing Company. And how about Imaginary Friend Day on Sunday? Stevie, you hear that? No. Stevie, stop. This is my mic. Sorry, folks. Stevie gets excited sometimes. Hey, hold on to that excitement and channel it on August 28th at 2.05. Sound good? All right. Fans, get your tickets now before it's too late. We'll see you soon. He's in his 30s, but sounds like he was born with a stogie in one hand and a brew in the other. Now, say my name. It's Schmitty on Hail Varsity Radio. I got the body of a taut pre-teen Swedish boy. Well, not Sweden, but Ireland. Mary and not Cobbler. in your 30s. No, Can we update this liner? <laughs> what is going on? The guy is in his, he's squarely in his 40s. He won't, I, I, I hey, he won't let me update it. Hey, he won't let me update it. Speaking of, you can do what you want. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of birthdays, uh, the bunny, my wife, Erin. Yes. Erin is 39 again. Oh, today. congratulations. Yeah, she is her. wonderful. That is so cool that she gets to I gave her the gift that, over. That, that keeps on giving. I got the hell out of the country for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So. And she was so, after she called me about that a year ago, she's like, would you please, I got a big birthday coming up. Sure. Can you get him the hell out of the country? <laughs> Feed him, like, Yes. Feed him, please. So in the backdrop. Like, do you want him to stay in the hemisphere? She's like, yeah, that's fine. Ted, but as long Ted as he's with us. us. Let's give shout outs. Ted's with us. We're staying with Ted. Uh, Nebraska fan Jim is here, and we're working on that determination. Nebraska or Missouri? So I think we could just ask right now. Mark Cranach, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Mary Cobbler's where we're at. Union Bank and Trust making this happen. Stones Thank throw you. away from the stadium. And Jim, what did you determine? Are you a Husker fan or a Missouri fan? If you got Scott Frost versus Corby Jones in a cage match. Who are you rooting for? Frost will win. This is tough. Win this now tough. and win then. You might have some of your Missouri classmates listening. Yeah. I, I, read, I respect how challenging this is. Born in Lincoln, went to Missouri, married to a Husker fan, season ticket holder for Nebraska basketball. This is a difficult question, but it has to be answered, and it has to be answered now. Knowing how tough the Huskers and what Frost went through when he was a player, I would not want to be in a cage with Mr. Frost. So I would say, where, where were you for the 97 game? 97 game, I was, uh, 
I was there. <laughs> Were you hanging on the goalpost? So I had my family. It was it was split. And, and had my family on one side, I was on the other side. My wife and I, we're still married. We're still doing good. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> good, uh, good, but good, to good. answer your but question, pause to answer your question, go Big Red. Yay! Well, there we go. Well done. There we go. We got it. All we right. have Irish trivia now. Oh. Is this what it is, trivia or slang? slang? Irish trivia time. Slang, not trivia. Right. Irish me. slang. This is where we, we like, you're going to have to get up to speed on this stuff, lads, over the next few days. You're going to so, have to get up to are you, speed. Do you have... And Ted has pressure tested. or no? No, no he cannot hear. You go and I'll keep but, you fresh. But Ted has pressure tested all of these questions from Elijah to see if it is legitimate ah, Irish okay, slang, okay. and he has blessed all of them We're all as legitimate Irish slang. And so the question is, can we translate what this Irish slang actually means? Real quick, when you hear Rudy, what do you think of? Jesus. <laughs> I'm not sure I can say that. Don't answer that question. Don't answer that question. All I'll say is it will probably mean something very different here. Okay. You won't want to say that if you're going to the toilet. That's all I'll say. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Elijah, let's get this party started. Okay, we're going to start off. Our first word is fluttered. Fluttered is the, the word. Fluttered. Most of Husker Nation will be fluttered on Saturday. F- spell that. F L U T H E R E D. Most of Husker Nation will be fluttered. Uh, I'm just going to go I'm with that means hammered. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that means hammered. Well, we'll see Drunk. if Schmitty can get it to, uh, uh, under Correct. control. No, I'm fine. Correct. Fl- uh, I, I would say distracted. Okay. Uh, fluttered you know does, the, in fact, the, mean the drunk. The Irish language is, though, lads. It's very important. You can actually insert any word into that sentence, and it still works. So you could be Minnie Cooper. You could be <laughs> oh. Nebraska. You could be Runzit. You can ah. be just about anything, but they all mean the same thing. You're on your way home to get to bed because you've had too much to drink. Okay. 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 That's fluttered. All right. Okay. okay. Well, and, uh, what's next, next to our next word, similar to Rudy, it's opposite though. It has a completely different meaning in Ireland than in the United States. The word is, uh, it's actually two words, a cute whore. Cute core? Cute a cute whore. whore. A cute whore. A cute whore? Yeah, I know, I know. Just roll with it. It's okay. It means something. A cute whore. Well, <laughs> I suppose that just means a uh, Saturday night. <laughs> a prostitute that's not ugly. I no, don't know. That's full set of teeth. What does that mean? No, no, no. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Throw, throw. You tore? Yeah. Uh, I had no it's, idea. I it's a type of castle. <laughs> Isn't it? It's yeah. kind of someone who's uh, uh, cheekily smart, mm-hmm. kind of like clever. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Used a lot in the like, political yeah, scene, said, apparently. Kind of like cheeky. What did you say? Cheeky. 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 Okay. Cheeky. 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 Schmitty today has been acting, acting the, the maggot. Acting the maggot. Acting, acting the maggot. Acting the maggot. So that's when you're rolling around in rancid meat. Jim's got something there. No, 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 no. I was just saying, you know, maggot, small creature, uh, feeds on dead things. <laughs> uh, after the game. Acting the maggot. I don't know. Tell me. I, I have no earthly idea or guess. It's, a, it's an fool, Irish term basically. for fooling yes. and messing Acting the yes. fool. Being yes. a fool. Yes, it's acting the... Acting I'm acting a, a, a fool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know maggots were fools. I thought there they were go. smart. Why am I being a fool today? <laughs> yeah. 
You're acting the mech. You always are. You're, you're joking around. You're, you're having a good time. Kind of you're a cute whore. You're a cute whore. You can put them all together, yeah. I feel slithered. Next question. Next word is banjacked. Van Jack? Banjaxed. Excuse me, it's, a, it's an X in there. I can't Van Jack. Spell it. Banjaxed. Banjaxed. Like B A N. B A N J A X D D. Excited. Excited. Befuddled. Mm, you guys are both wrong. It is broken. Like that chair is banjaxed. Oh, it's broken. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then if so, you fixed it, what is it? When Cranach went to Ted's toilet. He was banjaxed. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah, the toilet was fine when you when we arrived, and then you banjaxed it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So Frost banjaxed last season. Northwestern will be banjaxed at the season. end of the game. Got it. Fair. Okay. Well done. There. Yeah. Okay. Next word is actually a phrase: donkey's ears. Donkey's ears. Years. Donkey ears. Donkey ears. Donkey ears. My, my brother's nickname back in the day was Uncle Donkey. And then, okay, what if we added donkey years to that? Here's your ear. Donkey years. Years or ears? Years, like donkey the period of time. Years. Years. Donkey years. Donkey years. years. Well, we know it's like dog years. Yeah. Donkey years. Maybe yeah. it's um, maybe it's the, op- the opposite. Maybe it's shorter. Mm. Instead of seven years, you know, dog years. You'd be very wrong. It just Ass means it, it means a very long time. They have lived there donkey very years. Time. Yeah, a, a very long years. time. So if I said you, you. My dog lived for donkey's years. Okay. Donkey years. Forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he just kept going. Okay, the last one we have, we have about a minute left here, is Colchi. Colchi. That woman Colchi. is a Colchi. This one is this is one is gone to Colchi. Spell that. C U L C H I E. I would say uppity. Huh. Mm. It's a descriptive term. Rather than kind of an attitude. Yeah. yeah. Uh short. So it's a type big. Of Heavy, mm. thin, sunburn. Not getting any closer here. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. Well, Thirty gonna seconds left. To... Get your final guess in. Final guess, guys. Final guess before Coach. we end. Tall and tan. No. No. It, it means you're, 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 you guys are in the big smoke. You're in the big smoke, which is Dublin, and that's where all of us, the the, the kind of the people that live in the city are, and then the Colchies are the people that live in the countryside. Okay. So oh. so rural. Yeah, yeah. Rural's I great word. It's not a term of endearment. Ah, if you're yeah. a cold like redneck, yeah. you don't like being called redneck. Yeah, exactly. You don't like being called rednecks. Yeah. Okay. There we yeah. have it. Yeah. There you go. We'll wind down a Thursday road show. Mary Cobbler, Hail Varsity on the road, Nebraska Northwestern in Dublin. Go and, uh, red. Big thanks to Union Bank and Trust for making this happen. Miss us? Come here, brother. Give me a hug. Bring it in for the real thing. We're on call for you. Catch the podcast at HailVarsity.com, the ESPN Lincoln app, or download them on iTunes. Saddle up, partner. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. One last time here on a Thursday, it's Elijah Herbal winding down Hail Varsity Radio. We are presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chris and Mark, they are off to bed as uh, we are just about to a midnight over in Dublin. They are about to start seeing hallucinations with how long they have been up. So they're getting back over to their accommodations, getting to bed, and uh, we will check in with Schmitty tomorrow. A uh, Friday edition of Hail Varsity Radio will be coming your way as uh, 
We'll get caught up with Bill Dolman as well as Clausburn. That's all coming your way tomorrow. But it was a good show today as back in hour one, uh, we heard from Brandon Vogel, who's also out in Dublin. He checked in from his hotel room uh, to give us the latest on the Husker happenings as he's been going to post-practice availability and checking out the city of Dublin. Big thank you to Brandon Vogel for joining us back in hour one. And then to lead off hour two, we had Schmitty's interview with Gary Barnett. Gary sat down with Schmitty before Schmitty boarded his plane for Dublin. And uh, Gary giving us some good insight. Obviously, the former coach of Northwestern, he knows that program inside and out and follows it pretty closely still. So we got Gary's insight on this Nebraska and Northwestern matchup. Uh, Chris and Mark, you just heard from them some uh, hilarity with that Irish slang. Again, they're going to be back tomorrow. Before we get out of here on this show today, let's briefly mention Aaron Donald. I know it's two days before the Husker game and everyone wants to be talking about the Huskers, but this is a story that's so big I just had to throw it in right at the end of this show here. Aaron Donald was captured in video in a joint practice with uh, I believe it was the Cincinnati Bengals today and uh, they got into a big old scuffle at midfield and Aaron Donald maybe decided that he doesn't want to play the first couple of games of this season. Is Aaron Donald using his helmet as a weapon? You can go look up the video if you don't believe me. Repeatedly swinging his helmet at a number of Bengals players. And video wasn't close enough. I'm not quite sure if he made contact, if he made solid contact. If, if Joe Rogan was on the side screaming, oh, he's hurt. I can't tell you any of that. But what I do know is the video looks very bad for Aaron Donald. Uh, as uh, that projectile as a weapon makes me think back to Miles Garrett, that game between the Browns and the Steelers where there was talk, are, are they going to press criminal charges against Miles Garrett? He got suspended for the rest of that season, and uh, I've gonna, I got to believe there's going to be a suspension coming down for Aaron Donald here soon. Go look up the video if you haven't seen it. It's crazy stuff. I know everyone wants to talk about the Huskers today, but... Uh, this is a, a story that could be permeating throughout the NFL over the next couple of days, so uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. Uh, hopefully none of that will be going down for the Huskers on Saturday afternoon as uh, they're going to be juiced up, but hopefully not juiced up enough to take that helmet off and use it as a weapon. Uh, but with the amount of craziness we've seen in week one from the Huskers over the past couple of years, nothing's off the table. I just sure hope it's not that. Uh, if you missed anything from the show today, check it out, ESPNLincoln.com. That's where you get the individual segments as well as ESPN's link, Lincoln's Twitter page and Facebook page. If you want to catch the full show, a lot of great places you can do that wherever you get podcasts, really. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music. I, I believe you can find it on Amazon as well. Uh, Odyssey is a great place to check it out. Or you can check out the video version on Hale Varsity's YouTube page. Uh, we love getting back to your comments on that YouTube page, and it's uh, pretty fun. You can check out Mark and Schmitty from the Mary Cobbler. That's a great place to do that. We will get back to you tomorrow from 4 to 6. We're going to check in with the pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman. We'll also have Clausburn joining us on a Friday. And I guess we'll get the latest out of Dublin as uh, Chris and Mark are taking. It's not a vacation. It's a, not a work trip. It's somewhere in between. We'll get caught up with them tomorrow again at 4 to 6. That's when we'll talk to you again. It's been Hale Varsity Radio presented by the Nebraska Lottery. A Huda Media Production.